For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hello, Raider Nation. I'm your host, Dennis Ackerman, with the Believe in Raiders podcast on the Believe in Podcast Network. Your home. For everything silver and black. Thanks so much for joining me. There's three things I want to focus on this week. First, quarterback Derek Carr, his comments about being disrespectful. Second, the Raiders' lack of success in recent drafts. And third, the team's announcement of no fans at home games this year. Now, earlier this week, Derek Carr met with the media via Zoom. And he touched on a variety of topics from wearing an armband in honor of the late Kobe Bryant to the Las Vegas community itself and was opting out an actual option for him this season. Here's what Derek had to say about opting out, courtesy Raiders.com. I have a lot to prove to myself. I have a lot to prove to to my organization. I'm I'm being completely honest. I'm tired of being disrespected. So uh, there was no question I was going to play this year. Now, before I delve into Derek Carr's comments, for the record, 66 players opted out of playing this season. The deadline to do so was Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Now, let's talk about Derek Carr. Now, I've mentioned before, I feel this is a make-or-break year for him. I think part of Derek is still hurting from being booed off the field following the Raiders' loss to Jacksonville in the franchise's final home game ever in Oakland. Second, He plays the most important position in all of sports. Quarterback, you're going to be scrutinized. You get all the glory when you win, and you take all the heat when you lose. It's just the nature of the beast. Derek's career record entering this season is 39-55. and 16 games under 500. Now, I looked this stat up. Of all the current quarterbacks in the league, who've started 94 games or more, and there's 15 of them. There's only one who has a lower winning percentage, and it's Miami's Ryan Fitzpatrick. And we know he's only a placeholder, so two is ready to go. Also, Carr's never won a playoffs game either. The Raiders have been in rebuilding mode twice during Carr's career. 
Upon his arrival in 2014, when former GM Reggie McKenzie was working on getting the team right in terms of the salary cap, and there was just an overall lack of talent. Then, in 2018, when Gruden was brought back, Chucky went into full rebuild. It's been widely debated Carr hasn't been the same since he was an MVP candidate in 2016, and the Raiders made the playoffs. The Raiders' defense, statistically speaking, has been one of the worst in the league since Carr joined the club. In fact, the 26 points per game they averaged surrendering over the last four years ranks dead last in the NFL. Here's the bottom line. The team has gone all in on Derek this year, from the offensive line to running back Josh Jacobs to the rookie wideout. It's now up to the most polarizing player on the Raiders to produce. On Monday, the Raiders traded former 2018 draft pick P.J. Hall to the Minnesota Vikings for a seventh-round pick. He failed his physical, thus voiding the deal. The Raiders eventually released Hall. Now, the Silver and Black selected Hall out of Sam Houston State. It's an FCS school. And in two years, he started 18 games and overall appeared in 30 contests. But what does this say about the overall selection? It's a complete whiff. A second-round pick is someone who should be either a building block or one of your foundation pieces for at least four years minimum. That's how long rookie deals are. So let me give you some examples of outstanding second-round selection throughout the years. I'm going to take you back a little ways, but that's all right. It's 1981, and the Raiders selected the legendary Howie Long. Took him out of Villanova, and he spent his entire 13-year career with the Raiders, recording 84 sacks and making eight Pro Bowls. How about 1993, the New York Giants selected Michael Strahan, who went on to have a Hall of Fame career over 15 seasons in New York. 2001 Defensive Player of the Year, seven-time Pro Bowler, and recorded over 140 career sacks. 2001, Drew Brees taken 32nd by the San Diego Chargers. Yes, the San Diego Chargers, and there was only 31 teams in the league back then, so he was essentially the first pick of the second round. Drew did struggle early in his career with San Diego, but he eventually had a breakout year in 2004. And then he really became a Hall of Famer, a first ballot Hall of Famer, in my opinion, when he landed in New Orleans beginning in 2006. And then finally, about 2010, Rob Gronkowski, taken by the New England Patriots, 42nd overall. Arguably, one of the best tight ends of all time. Now, look, I understand these are examples of Hall of Famers or future Hall of Famers, but the point is the Raiders have repeatedly missed on second-round picks and entire drafts for that matter. I read this down on Twitter, and and listen, I still can't believe it. If you look at the team's second-round picks from 2015 to 2018, none of them made it through their rookie contracts. Let me repeat that. In a four-year span... None of them made it past three seasons. 2015, the Raiders selected Mario Edwards, who was cut after three years. Following year, they took Jihad Ward, who was traded after just two seasons. 2017, Obi Melifonwu lasted one season. And then P.J. Hall, gone after two years. These picks, Raider fans, are supposed to be your foundation pieces for years and not one of them is on the roster. And how about this? There's one player left from the entire 2017 draft class. Only one player remains on the team 
after linebacker Markel Lee was released. One. Let that sink in. Oh, by the way, the one player is backup offensive lineman David Sharp. Now, I know these were former GM Reggie McKenzie picks, and current GM Mike Mayock and Gruden are completely overhauling this roster. I've always said this about franchises who are trying to rebuild, and it doesn't matter what sport. It's hard to attract free agents if you're bad year in and year out. So how do you turn your team's fortunes around? Very simple. The draft. You simply have to get these picks right. I'm going to use the Golden State Warriors as an example. This was a downtrodden franchise for decades. Then, in 2009, the Warriors drafted Steph Curry from Davidson. Two years later, they drafted Klay Thompson out of Washington State. And in 2012, Draymond Green from Michigan State. The foundation was set right there. Golden State didn't start winning titles immediately, but they steadily improved each season. Then they were able to go out in free agency and add the right and necessary pieces, which eventually led to three titles in five seasons. Finally, the team sent season ticket holders a statement announcing they have no fans at any home games this season. And I want to read it to you. Here's what it said. Quote, there is nothing more important to the Raider organization than the health and safety of our players, coaches, staff, stadium workers, and fans. After intensive consultation with healthcare officials and state and community leaders, we have made the difficult decision to play the Las Vegas Raiders 2020 inaugural season at Allegiant Stadium without fans in attendance. This decision is based on our commitment to protect the health of our fans and the entire community in response to the coronavirus pandemic affecting us all. This decision is also ensures fairness to you, our PSL holders, given the challenges and potential inequities associated with determining who can and cannot attend specific games if the stadium were to operate at a reduced capacity. While the current situation is not how any of us envision celebrating the opening of Allegiant Stadium, when circumstances permit, we look forward to sharing an unparalleled game day experience in the magnificent stadium you helped build. Well, look, there's no question this is a big blow to the Raiders, but it's a responsible decision by the franchise as this coronavirus pandemic rages on in America with seemingly no end in sight. Now, the Raiders join the Jets and Giants, who also announced no fans for home games this season either. I really do hope at some point NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell takes a page from Major League Baseball and mandates teams play in empty stadiums as well. It's the correct call from a safety standpoint, as well as the same playing field for every team. But here's what I'm going to keep an eye on moving forward. A few weeks ago, Raiders owner Mark Davis told the Athletics' Vic Tafer he wouldn't attend the team's home games if fans weren't allowed. Now, the Davis family has been trying to get the Raiders a new stadium built for decades, and it's finally come to fruition. And Mark's going to stay away because the fans aren't allowed to attend games because of the coronavirus pandemic? Earlier, Mark took a cue from his father, Al, as the only owner to vote no when every other team voted yes to having advertising on the first eight rows of seats in their respective stadiums. Look, I applaud Mark Davis for thinking of the fans because look at most owners don't. It's all about the money. But I know I wouldn't be able to stay away after spending year after year trying to get a stadium built. If the Raiders are playoff contenders this year, like all fans certainly hope so, let's see if Mark Davis does indeed 
stay true to his word. All right, Raider Nation, that's going to do it for another Raiders Believe in Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me on the Believe in Podcast Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.